3: first show the nikki glazer podcast here's nikki hello welcome to the show it's nikki glazer podcast here i am it's nikki glazer i am back in st louis missouri in our studio so happy to be back home what I don't even remember the last time I was here. I walked in the studio and there was like a setup for I think when I did the Bethany Frankel podcast. I just like left it and there was a lot to do this morning to rearrange. Um, but I'm back. And um, with me is Anya, Noah and Brian Frangie back again. You heard him yesterday. He's back and Archibald. he's very close up to the, he's very close up to the video <laughs> camera like he's he, you look like you're, you know, zooming with us from Ukraine in a bunker. <laughs> I mean, it really you're is like Lady
4: Gaga at the Oscars with a weirdly close <laughs> camera angle.
3: Did you see? Oh, that? Oh, wait, um, it was insane of her without her- makeup on. Yeah, but this, it was like,
4: and now Lady Gaga, and then it closes up way closer than anyone would ever think, and then it's just like it's like this, like her singing the whole time, like this,
5: just like in I her, mean, like on close her lips, up on her lips. I kind of like it. Lips. It was cool. Her it was just lips jarring. that have a
3: so much filler in them, but she's not ashamed <laughs> yeah. of that.
6: I did see the clip of on. her helping that man up. She helped yeah, that isn't man that
3: it's so nice of her <laughs> doing a normal? thing that i, I just I, last time what did she do wasn't there some like old woman on stage with her or something and or some old man and she was Minnelli. like oh yeah, yeah okay so what did she do with liza she just like was didn't kick her down a flight of stairs or something and so we're all just shocked <laughs> like
4: why liza is like, it i don't know which was flashcard is coming it's oh, a good and liza gaga's like i got you
6: she oh. did it in a way that um was like i am demonstrating to the rest of you celebrities that you're supposed to be nice to people like she did yeah. it in a very like look i'm not just going to walk past this man who tripped i'm going to go and help him and i'm going to do it in a way that shows everyone apparently else the role him. model oh yeah
3: she apparently she knew him like she is a, he's a photographer she's familiar with him like the, my friend messaged me and was like she knows him and then did you see him like kind of pat her ass and she like didn't care for that <laughs> Did you see that aftermath no, of it? No. So she helps him and then he kind of like, he's just like, sh- she's wearing this li- very low back thing within like like um, kind of like netting around it. So her like butt is kind of out, but not. And he kind of like pats her. I think he's he was just so confused, like embarrassed with what just happened. I think that it's going to be a new thing of photographers falling so that they can get <laughs> attention and get this amazing <laughs> shot. Because that was a huge, that was a huge moment. People sold that footage. I mean, that was a, a big thing. Can I just say another thing about Lady Gaga? There is a lawsuit against her by the woman who gave her dogs back. So Lady Gaga said, I will give $500,000, I think it was half a million dollars, for um, a return of my dog safely, no questions asked. Now, we all know what that is about. Like, when, when someone says no questions asked, it's like, if you stole my dog's I'm not going to prosecute you. Just give me my dogs back, right? Like, this is a thing that is used with, if I ever got my dog stolen, I would do a no questions asked too. I just want my dog back. I'm not going to get you in trouble. You have to stay true to that in order for it to work for other people. So right now she's being sued by the woman who her stepson, I guess, is the one who stole her dogs. And she found out. And so she returned Lady Gaga's dogs. Now this woman is being charged with being an accomplice at some point. But oh, no. she never got the $500,000. I'm oh, no. sorry. If you say no questions asked, $500,000, you can't renege on that. You can't you you have to go through with it no matter if they're the criminal or not. And I know it's not fair. I know everyone's like, how dare this woman sue? It was part of the. That's how you get your dog back. Is that you promised five hundred thousand dollars, no questions asked, and now l- the boy who cried wolf. No, no criminals are going to trust that now. So now people aren't going to get their dogs back when they say no questions asked. Thoughts. What
4: kind of dogs?
3: It doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, designer fucking stupid dogs. they <laughs> that those have breathing are- issues.
6: They're targeted dogs that uh, are are worth a lot of money on the market. and It's not just Lady Gaga's dogs. It's dogs of that breed. I forgot what breed it was. Yeah, it's like English
3: bulldog. Yeah, French bulldog. Yeah, the the ones that have breathing issues because people like the way they look or whatever. It's really a cool practice that we're all...
6: The boy who called Frenchie. If you have yeah. to, if you're yeah. gonna give a, a reward for your dog's back. You're gonna have to give caveats, like, and this is not like the Lady Gaga situation. Right. Yes, yes.
3: <laughs> and that's a long poster. That's
6: There's too, too long, many uh, words.
5: <laughs> no one's gonna read it. And the FBI know.
4: is gonna be doing that now. From now on,
3: I mean, how are but, they gonna catch criminals? Well, everyone's so mad at um this woman. How dare she ask for that? She was part of it. It's like, yeah, we know that was part of it. Is that's why you put no questions asked. If it was just an innocent person turning in dogs, you wouldn't need to put that. And so now <laughs> you're going back on it. This isn't succession. You can't go back on everything you say that you're gonna do. What are you fucking Logan Roy? Stick to your word. Your word is gold. I'm annoyed by it, but every I think that I would have I think that a lot of people would disagree with me. I, you know, in the Reddit threads I was reading, people are like, How dare this woman she, you know, cause she is now being charged with Uh, aiding and abetting the the, um, stealing the dogs because she maybe had a part in it it doesn't matter if she had a part in it she returned the dog safely she gets the half a million dollars I'm sorry but you know
4: what they say Nikki you can't make a tomlet
6: without
3: without... breaking some Greggs I get it (laughs) I get it
6: (laughs) (laughs) maybe the half a million dollars was a little bit overzealous you know that sounds like an emotional number not a logic like i bet you they would have returned the dogs for like fifty thousand dollars and then she would have probably paid it
4: yeah grandma oh yeah i think (laughs) (laughs)
3: grandma i've got five hundred thousand dollars we're doing an impression of lady gaga in her
4: in her i'm doing an impression of nikki doing an impression (laughs) yeah
6: that's true and what about the dog walker that got shot
3: yeah
4: i mean that's the whole situation
6: sucks and uh it was very upsetting and it happened in hollywood Um, I have, you know, like there's a, my friend lives like right around the corner from here it happened and I'm frequently over there and I walk my dog No one wants your dog. It's a, it's a rescue. Yeah. My dog is a 11 year old chihuahua mix that I don't think anybody would want to steal. No,
3: exactly. And that's why you did the right thing. Uh, You have a dog. Sometimes my dad left the car door open when we went to the grocery store the other day and Luigi was in there and I go, lock it. He goes, no one wants this dog. And I go, that's a good point. I mean, Luigi's beautiful. (laughs) But what a burden to take on. You're not going to resell Luigi unless you would want Luigi. I I don't know. Unless you knew about Luigi and how sweet he was. First glance, you're not going to want Luigi, Um, even though he's beautiful. But he's not going to be – yeah, he's not a commodity on the market. But um, speaking of dogs, I – I have been messaging the shelter nonstop about this dog Huey that I saw on Petfinder, which is the Tinder for you getting matched <laughs> with an animal. And I found this little Chihuahua. They won't <laughs> write me back. I gotta call them today and maybe go to the shelter. But I'm scared to go to the shelter because I don't want to see sad dogs. I don't want to see all the pit bulls that are just like sad in the corner. Like I that's why I like rescues. They go in and they see the stuff and they get the dogs out. They I mean that's why I, I always am. So um reverential of rescues because they do all they see all the stuff that I don't want to see and then they they dress up the dog and they groom it and they get you know fix it up mm-hmm. but they see horrible things that I just I don't know if I want to go I will want to save them all. Um, did you get your dog from a rescue, Brian, or did you go to the Shelt?
6: Um, I got it from a rescue from the Real Bark.
3: The Real Bark. Okay. Echo
6: Bark. They call, they, they, there's a store called the Real Bark, and then the rescue is called Echo Bark.
3: I'm pretty sure <laughs> okay
6: and uh yeah no i used to volunteer at a um an animal oh. shelter in uh on long island oh, and wow. um yeah and uh it was it's you know it's definitely really sad because there's some dogs that just don't get adopted for whatever reason and they're like amazing Old. dogs and you go there and you walk them and they're like amazing and uh it just and they just sit there for for years and but they're so happy when you come walk them. They like get to know you, like you're there. So you would
3: walk dogs.
6: Yeah, I would go them- into the shelter, and you know you can you can volunteer to take the dogs out for walks. Mm-hmm. Like you go, you go like three days a week, and you walk them around, and um, or you and I also did like training where you can be a man that they attack.
4: <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> Did yes. you get to wear that cool big suit?
6: You wear a cool big suit yes. and then you go in there and you, you act You get to dress nicely. like
3: Brendan Fraser in The Whale? Yeah. You, <laughs> it's
4: a
6: long
3: process.
4: I <laughs> use the same exact
6: suit, actually, that they used in The Whale. And the dog says, I didn't like that movie. And then they attack you. <laughs> And that's pretty much the point of the whole thing. And then you have to
4: give a really tearful speech at the end. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah. You have to look really unstable. Like, I mean, poor Brendan Fraser. I'm happy everything's working for him. But when the fanfare, like, falls, when the fireworks are going up, there's fireworks, and now the ashes are starting to fall. There's going to be... This is a set. Someone should check in on Brendan Fraser this week. Yeah. Next week, actually. Because this week is going to be good. It's still going to be, like, really exciting for him. But based on my own depression and when big things happen and then it starts to just like everyone doesn't really care anymore because inevitably no one cares anymore after you do anything in life, literally anything, especially women who are getting married, Anya not included because you are, you know, level-minded. A princess. And, and Brian. <laughs> Brian's getting married in June. Uh, Anya's getting married in uh, July. Noah's getting married TBD. Um, but like I always feel bad for women after weddings. Like it's, there's going to be a fallout where no one cares about you anymore. And this whole thing that was your life planning is no longer there. And I think Brendan Fraser, people wellness check for sure on that unstable guy. And I'm calling him unstable as someone who is unstable myself many times. And other people have called unstable online. So I get it. It's not, it's not nice to do, but he is not, I can't watch his acceptance speech for the Oscars it's just too, it's too triggering of like, this guy is not well.
4: There are so many whale metaphors too, if you listen. He wrote that speech with some nautical metaphors. No way, did he really? Yes, so it's it's hard to get swept up in the emotion of it because you're like, this is not off the top of his head. (laughs) Oh my God. And yet there are tears, there's vocal quivering. Then he thanks his children, I think, and I'm like, I'm worried about his kids because their dad is not stable.
3: (laughs) They'll be fine, I mean, they're rich, at least that, but um, are you feeling- Somebody should do a
6: a wellness check on the photographer who fell next week. He's just gonna be a photographer (laughs) again.
3: I mean, that's a really good point.
6: (laughs) True. I'm not the guy who fell anymore. But isn't
3: that why people get... Like, I really do. I used to have a joke about it, but people get... Let's just say people who have simpler lives. And simple is not... It sounds negative, but... You know, your wedding is like kind of the thing that you went, you went to college to go find your husband and then you get a husband, you get married and then you have kids and then you get attention for that. And we're all seeking attention as someone I'm just saying. So I obviously seek attention. I found a way to get it like fucking mainlined to my aorta. Is that a fucking vein? (laughs) Um, But like women, you get what you do is you get in a relationship and then you go, Oh my God, when is he gonna say I love you? Then he says I love you. Then you're like, when are you moving in together? Oh, we're moving in together. Oh, exciting. Then you get engaged. Oh my God, we got engaged. Then you get married. Oh my God, we got married. And then you're like, uh, and then you're like, oh, now we're pregnant. Oh my God, we got pregnant. You have a kid. Oh my God, we got pregnant again. Another kid. Then you go, um, and then you get divorced. And then you do it all over again. Like, we need to keep getting, because then, and I do believe. That because I get to it I, every time I finish something, I'm like, what's next? I can't celebrate it. I, it's just it's never enough. I need to go on to the next thing. Um, I, But I feel like you guys, Brian, your fiance, Allie, I don't know her that well. But just hearing you guys talk about the wedding, it doesn't seem like her life is like wedding. And no, that no, she's going to no. be OK. She kind of has an identity beyond it.
6: Well, I have a solution for you and all those people. I know the answer. What is it? You got to start, oh, pl- okay. start planning your funeral. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> <Whoa, laughs> oh my God, I'll do a paperless post.
6: <laughs> yeah, do it. You, might, you know, find a caterer, you get a DJ, and then you know when the funeral happens, you're not going to have any postpartum uh, depression.
3: Oh my God, that's such a good You'll be point. dead.
6: <laughs> yeah, you'll be dead. I'm going to go then. on Tyler
3: Henry's show when I'm deceased <laughs> and I'm going <laughs> to complain about how bored I am just to get more attention. I'm going to do a press tour through <laughs> Tyler Guts Henry get scribbling. How on Tyler Henry? <laughs> Wait a second. That's a really good point. Wait. Yeah, you go get um, a dress.
6: You go get a fitting. You do a fitting uh, for your funeral dress that you're going to wear in your coffin.
3: Yeah, Some I think do about do my do death that. all the time. Um, and. I'm very like I really did tell Chris cuz last week I had a really bad paparazzi photo, not paparazzi but like red carpet photo. I wish that guy would have fallen. I wish every single photographer who was taking pictures of me <laughs> at Ted Lasso would have fallen. Um and the, it would have been blurry. Um but I was really worried. It's still the it's still the most recent picture of me that's, you know, Getty Images, which sucks because I went to this thing over the weekend where I looked gorgeous and I'm like I'm refreshing Getty constantly be like, can I die? Because they're going to pull the most recent. And I need, I don't, not that I plan on dying, but like I'm crossing streets a little bit more cautiously. I was a little bit worried on the plane, plane yesterday, crash wise. Cause I, I even told Chris, I said, I'm not kidding you. If I die tragically, you cannot let them run the Ted Lasso photos. You just can't, you got to And, and I just need, cause I, that's, I mean, If you guys, you know, listeners, if you're not famous, you'll just pick out a picture right now that you put in your obituary because that's going to be the picture (laughs) that they're going to use. Like pick it out now. You can, but I'm not going to have control over it.
6: If they don't use that picture, they're going to use your graduation photo.
3: (gasps) (gasps) Or the most recent photo of you, which is bullshit for old people. If you're an old person and you don't like the way you look right now, you better tell your family and friends, this is the picture I like of myself from 1977. Use this because this was just as much me as this old woman or old man is right now. Like, I used to get upset because... You know, when Barbara Bush died, I'm like, can we get one picture of her in her 20s? Did, did she Was she ever in her 20s? Or did she always look no. like she was born in 1920? Like, every single photo of her is... I've never known her to look young. But she See, was a I young woman I think the Lutz. opposite.
4: I think it's what? sad when someone dies and they're 90, and then they, they only use, like, the 20-year-old picture of them. It's
3: like, they had 70 what? years after that. You can't find a flattering no, one in their 60s. I don't 60s. like the picture of them when they're, like, 90 in a wheelchair, and they're just like, they look like that... Um, <laughs> They should be, you know, uh, remember on Today Show used to do like celebrate 100-year-old's birthdays and they mm-hmm. would flash the picture and it would always just, yeah. <laughs> it crumple. was always people who didn't know there was a picture being taken of them. <laughs> it just looked like they're just like staring in the corner. They're senile. They're <laughs> losing their mind. Like, don't use that photo. Like, and use a pretty picture of them. But I get what you're saying, you, Like, they have a full life after that. Just pick your picture that you want run because we're all gonna die. And if you want to have a nice... A little photo spread in the lo- local newspaper, which no one reads because everything's digital. Uh, like, pick out your photo. Um, I have a playlist for my, you know, funeral of, like, when you show the slideshow. I do want, you know, I hope you had the time of your life. I do want that. It really worked in the Seinfeld finale. It was also played at the funeral of my friend, and it really brought down the house in terms of tears. I just think it's going to be a good one. I would like to use that. I want to say that. The Seinfeld um, finale. I want to use In My Life, The Beatles. I would like that one to be a part of it. The slideshow is going to be pretty long. It's going to be about seven songs. <laughs> i are going to run out of photos. <laughs> I have She's a Jar clocked also. Yeah, She's a Jar. That's going to happen. That might be like the procession when my dad walks me down the aisle um, with the <laughs> casket. <laughs> oh, my God.
4: Just EJ. Are
6: you going to do a first dance too after that?
4: <laughs> well, proper body up. Oh with your my corpse.
3: God. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw something on Reddit last night. Where people thought there was a fire because there was this black smoke like flying in the, like just huge plumes of black smoke. And so this person, you know, went to go find the source of it to be like, what's burning down? And it was a crematorium. And they usually burn bodies at night so you can't see it. But this was like they were backed up or something. So you just saw the black smoke in the air. Isn't that fucking scary? I don't even think about that. Yes, dude. But we uh, all we You know all, in the
4: in Memoriam at the Oscars? Did you watch they that at all? Left off a lot
3: of people, I heard. Yeah.
4: Anne Hayes. How do, do,
3: how do you leave off Anne Hayesh and um Mira Haina. Sorvino's dad and then there was one other guy?
4: The woman who was killed in the movie that Alex Baldwin was in. Oh my god. Helena you had one Hutchins. job.
3: Oh, Helena Hutchins? Well she died was she maybe in the last one? Because oh. she died in um September or something of 2021. Ah, uh, okay. Um, well, we have a lot to talk about, including um, <laughs> more Oscar thoughts. Uh, we're gonna go to break. We're back. We're here with Brian Frangie, Anya Marina, and uh, and we'll be back right after this.
1: Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors.
0: You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky, smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girlbomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Well, the weather
3: is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C, Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Shit's Creek and then see what's up in the Kyle House in my wife and kids, we're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Okay, we're back. Um, I just last night got into the murder murders. Well, how do you Murdoch. say their name? Murdoch. No, it it's not Murdoch. Series. I had
4: to wait for Alec Murdoch to say his own name. And he says me too. Alec Murdoch. Murdoch.
3: It's it's Murdoch. Murdoch. <laughs> Murdoch. Uh, did you watch it, Noah? Have you seen it? No, but I've seen like stuff you on it. You know about yeah, stuff on it. It's not that good. Sorry. Everyone loved it. I mean, no, I was a little bit. Listen, I watched all three episodes, but by the end, I was just it was fine. Um, It was interesting, but I think that they didn't spend enough time on like, I don't know why. I don't know how he did it. Did he hire a hitman to kill his wife and, and son or did he do it? What do we think?
4: I think he did it. He did it. You think I, th- I think he did it. I think his son was recording him because he was probably fighting with his wife. His son recorded him. And then his Wait, son why do you know la- that?
3: What is that? Where does that come from? His
4: son has a video of his father talking to his mother angrily. And they won't tell us what's in the video. But Wait, it's was right before the,
3: the son is killed. Yes. Oh, well, maybe I didn't finish it. Okay. Um, it's right. Did before- you see Mardah, Brian? Uh,
6: I didn't see it. No. I mean, this is the. Every time you ask me if I saw something, I, I do watch things. No, I know I it's okay. It. But
3: I did. I hadn't you seen it till last night. Possums in your backyard.
0: Yeah, this weekend was <laughs> you, you, possum awesome
3: cam twenty four seven.
0: <laughs> you don't seven. have time to
6: watch. <laughs> I'm on the fifth You're season of else. Possum Cam now, and I gotta say, it's really it's really gone downhill since the Possum <laughs> left. The fifth
3: season, the Possum's not moving the whole time. It's pretty stagnant. Oh my god. Oh, well, wait uh, for it. He wakes up. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a huge <laughs> twist. The finale. Uh, but anyway, I watched Murdos last night when I got home. I just got a new couch, and it is so awesome. <gasps> I was like, I've never wanted to, like, sleep on my couch. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I'm not someone who ever would sleep on a couch. I think it's uncomfortable. I don't get it, but this is like a bed couch. Oh I God, Instead of congrats. freezing my eggs, I bought a couch. <laughs> I spent $6,000 on a fucking couch. That, uh, By the way, I got this couch because my friend Sarah Lena has this couch. I went to her house. I saw her couch, and I was like, I, I already ordered Kirsten's couch. By the way, I only get things for my house that like other people have, and I trust that my friends who have good taste, I just go, okay, I'll get that, right? Like, I don't have taste in my own. So I got Kirsten's couch, and then I went to Sarah Lena's, and I was like, cancel the order this is the couch (laughs) and also sarah Lena was like girl this couch is thirty two hundred dollars i just got this and i'm like this couch was thirty two hundred dollars mind you she got the floor sample and she got like a huge discount for some reason i think it's because she is a supermodel um (laughs) it's just like there she was just like girl you got and she just like is a savvy consumer so she just got a disc like she's just good and then i order it and it's $6,000. I was like how did I how did this happen? I know I, I had delivery fees. She like found a flatbed truck and had some guy deliver it f- probably for free. Like I had to just, you know, um but it is worth it. It's beautiful. It's too big for my living room. It should be in a multi multi million dollar home that has a lot of space. So it's like a, a couch for like a rich person in a, you know, fairly modest Living really room, are but, man, you like asleep.
4: tiptoeing around it like trying to get your body around it and the it's wall. just
3: huge it's too big for the room for sure it just looks nice. it it's it's nice though but it's so cozy um chris and i will never have to touch each other again on the couch <laughs> that's nice for him old pillow fort he built up he builds a fort of pillows mm-hmm. between us at night brian um it, that's just a thing like that he does um i have to like sneak my hand through the pillows like a weird like a, a british garden snake like through <laughs> the rocks I, it, to like to access him and then yeah. um so yeah he'll he'll enjoy and that so we got a bed couch by the snake well you know <laughs> yeah me and
6: yeah. uh me and my fiance ali we sleep in different in separate beds
3: Okay, Do you have sleep apnea it. or what's
6: happening? No, we just don't want to be in the same bed. We want to sleep we we prefer Like next sleep. to each other
3: same beds? Like we, some people put double like beds an together.
6: I, like in I Love Lucy where they're just two
3: Like Lucy beds. and Desi. Yeah. No, 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 like so, sleep like you they're they're touching, but they're separate units so that when you oh. No, we have
6: separate beds, separate rooms. Separate we don't, rooms. Cool. We have separate like rooms this. and we have separate couches.
3: Wait, do you just not live together? Is that what we're just just deducing here?
6: I live in Tennessee and she lives in Nebraska.
3: (laughs) So that's a weird way to say that it's a long distance relationship. It's a long distance (laughs) Um, relationship.
6: I've never actually met her. You know, I saw pictures online. No, no, we have separate beds, separate rooms, and it's wonderful. How did you
3: get to that? Did it start that way
6: with you two? You know, I lived with uh, your uh, boyfriend's brother, Tim. Yeah. And uh, the the moment that he said uh, we decided to be roommates, I said I laid down the ground rules. The one of the first things I ever said to Tim was, we are getting separate dishes. When if your dishes are dirty in the sink, not my problem. I'm gonna have clean dishes. And then we had separate dishes the whole time and we Great. never thought about mm. dishes. So then when, uh, when Allie moved when I moved when we moved in together, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know who to say I didn't move on with her, she didn't move in, we moved in together. Um I said we're doing separate beds, and she's like, "Really?" And I was like, "You don't understand. It makes everything so much better. We both have different sleep schedules. We sleep differently. Jack sleeps in the bed that my dog, uh, and it it works out great. Works out great. I like. He doesn't have good.
3: a separate bed. He's so he's.
6: Jack sleeps. I. I Jack <laughs> Does he have separate heart. dishes?
3: Nope. Same uh-huh. dishes. Um. What's this sleep schedule? Still can't talk. What's their sleep schedule? Anya has temporary <laughs> veneers, by the way. So if you hear her uh, slurring, it's because wanting she's to kill racist. herself. Um, <laughs> um,
6: uh, I I generally wake up early, and um, if Allie's not going to work, she'll, she'll sleep in late. And um, yeah, like on the weekends, she likes to sleep in, and I like to wake up early and start okay. running around the house.
3: Okay, I let me just this. let me just throw some lob some questions your way. Or okay. just lob some things that like, cause I'm, I'm on board with this. I, I listen, I'm someone who doesn't like commitment. I don't even want to live with my partner yet. Like I, it just seems like too much. It's kind of scary. I probably would do the same thing. I want Chris to like move into my building and live near me. Like, <laughs> but I do like after we, like when we go to bed and we, um, you know, do our thing, which is just <laughs> do the crossword <laughs> puzzle together. No, like we, instead of sex right now, I would say mostly most of our time in bed, Chris and I are playing Spelling bee or wordle or crossword puzzles. but Spelling bee is our new thing, and I got Anya into it too, The New York Times Spelling Bee. It's like boggle. um, but it's really oh. fun. anyway, it's it's so hard and it's fun. But, um, that's what we usually do. We play spelling bee separately and then we share our words that we found. And then we reach a genius level and then we feel accomplished. And then we, I sneak my hand through the snake. I kind of, I go, I'm going to get it. And then he goes, don't get it. And then we kind of giggle and then we go to sleep. Um, (laughs) I enjoy, I enjoy in the middle of the night, like if I go to the bathroom and I come back, he's, I guess he's not like a, he's a really um, heavy sleeper. So if he wakes up, he kind of just goes like, and he, like, sticks his head up and he, like, just, like, gives me his lips and I just, like, give him a kiss. And then we go back to sleep. I like those, like, intimate moments in the middle of the night. Sometimes when I can't sleep, I like to, like, watch his back, like, rise and fall as he breathes. Like, I kind of like, I like, but then I also fucking hate that I can't, like, sprawl out and, like, put my leg up in a different way that I want. And and that I can't listen to my phone with without my AirPods in because it hurts your ears when you sleep on the AirPod and so I would like to just have the speakerphone next to my head which is what I do when I sleep so there are benefits to both do you feel like you're lacking in any way when you can't share a bed and do you have a separate bed for hanky panky or whose bed do you go to
6: well that was a that's a great point about uh, the earbuds because I listen to a podcast to go to bed every night I need um I need somebody talking. Uh, in order to fall asleep, I can't, I need a bedtime story basically. Okay. And it has to be, you know, sometimes I listen to a podcast at night and it's too interesting. And oh, then I'm, yes. I'm up for like two hours and I'm like, yes. oh, what? Succession.
3: Um, I was, I couldn't, I was choosing that over sleeping. Yeah. I need a podcast that's like, I need Sam Harris podcast because it's so dense.
0: Mm-hmm. I try
3: to pay attention and then my brain starts getting tired because I'm trying to figure out what, the like he's using the word partitioned a lot like i just there's words (laughs) that i just am like so overwhelmed by that it's so dense that i feel like it (laughs) it makes me fall asleep because my brain gets tired trying to keep up with it and then stuff you should know is also a good podcast to listen to because those guys have gentle voices do you recommend any what podcasts do you listen to to fall asleep any just anyone's
6: I have not found one that consistently makes me fall asleep. Every Mm. time I think there's a boring podcast, all of a sudden they come out with a banger episode that keeps me up all night (laughs) and I can't sleep. I'm like, wait a second. Sometimes I'll listen to like fantasy football podcasts where they're just like listing out players and that Mm. I can fall asleep to usually because it's like, okay, they're just like, this player is pretty fast and this player is slow. And then what about this player? Well, he's fast. The tone
3: of voices is so important. Like, I just found this ASMR video that is crushing it for me. I want to just direct people to it if they need something to listen to to fall asleep to and it might creep you out because you're not into ASMR but if you if you are this is the this is the one to do. It's um her name is Astroglow 777. She only has like a not she doesn't have that many <laughs> followers. Astro gl- Astro Space Glow 777 Glow 777 is one. And you listen to ASMR magazine Flipping soft spoken boom It I cannot get through it I have listened to it when I am Wide awake it I have not Gotten past every time I go oh my god This is the last part I remember and then I make it Maybe one more sentence and then I'm out And it's um it's worked for me now Probably like seven times there's also a TED talk About like loving yourself By this like Irish woman That I can't get <laughs> through like, that am <laughs> Oh yeah I'm like this Isn't working for me um <laughs> Wait, so there's so, some okay, so then you, you listen you out, to these things it like and then
4: roofies you into sleep.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. If there's something just so soothing about it, there's something about it that just it's like a lullaby, it's like the it's just being talked to. I have a theory that people who like ASMR didn't get enough love from their mother as a child, in terms of like they they were just stressed out as a child and they didn't get like a comforting like, voice that, like, made them feel safe. Or they did, and it was, like, the thing they hung, like, my grandma used to, like, rub my back and talk, like, really softly. And it was really, like, I would only get it, you know, once every two weeks when I saw her. So I was always, like, jonesing for it. And not that my mom is, like, not a loving person. She is, but she just isn't, like, a soft-spoken, like, things are okay. Like I would just hear them like singing in the, in the next room, like Fleetwood Mac. (laughs) And it would just be like loud and annoying. Um, Mm -hmm. so, okay. Back to your sleeping situation. Um, can we talk about, um, uh, what you do for sexual relations and whose bed you choose? And then how you guys like go like, Oh, see you tomorrow. Like, how do you like get her out of there?
6: Um, uh, I, I I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave after and go into my my room and uh, you'll and, leave
3: before it begins
6: <laughs> yeah I'll say you know what this, this isn't for me and
3: I'll she's say, like yeah I'm good
6: <laughs> thanks but uh um, I gotta
4: get to my podcast
6: <laughs> yeah I, I I oh there's something else I want. I, I'm not changing the subject but I wanted to go back to uh what you were just saying, which now yeah. I forgot what you were just saying. So I can't ASMR,
3: even. soft-spoken yeah, mothers.
6: I have ASMR. I, I, that, it affects me. Like when I'm on the subway train, I zone out all the time. And oh. it's interesting that you say that because I did feel like I, uh, you know, I have a great mom, but I didn't get a lot of, I don't think we're, we're not very like touchy. You know, there's not like a lot yes. of hugging and stuff going yes. on. That's so Interesting theory.
3: And Molly Shannon has it. And I read Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon was the first celebrity I saw to come out about ASMR because when I first had it, it was really shameful that I liked this thing. It was almost like pornography because it's like these videos are so weird. It was just this community of like weirdos and we didn't talk about it outside of it. And there would be videos about how to come up to your parents as having ASMR. Like it was a weird thing. And now yeah. it's more culturally accepted. But I remember sh- Molly Shannon was the first person on Conan. She talked about having ASMR and liking listening to people like brush people's hair or something. Yes. And that's not my trigger. But sometimes it is. Um, And... Then I read her book and her mom died when she was four and she never got maternal affection and like, uh, and consistent, like if you didn't feel safe as a child, like I was always scared of monsters and my parents, I would go like, I'm scared. And they would just be like, go back to bed. There was, there was never any like relief from it. I don't know why I would have done in their shoes. They did the best they could. And they weren't like dismissive of my feelings, but I just didn't ever feel, I was always fearful going to bed. Like I was in, you know, I was in a war zone or something like it was just constantly like shivering under the covers, but I didn't want to be too under the covers because I would get hot. And then I didn't want to expose my skin. Cause then the ax murderer could like chop off my arm, but the blanket yeah. would protect me from the yes,
1: ax. Yes, yes.
3: So yeah, that's interesting. I think there might be a correlation there. Someone more with a science brain should look into it. Um, I do
6: also want to say that What's your uh,
3: triggers. Why subway?
6: Uh well, I, the 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 camera where you this thing where you're like putting your hands close to the camera lens and like it covers like the top two corners of the lens that mm-hmm. uh, that triggers me and then the drone. Wait droning, what? Wait, yes, what? The, the lens when they when they when they cover up the lens.
3: Wait, what? Why does that? So
6: wait, down, and then they do,
3: <laughs> No, yeah, no, I think stuff. he's just talking. This is separate. This is like the videos oh. you watch on it, on YouTube.
6: Yes, and they'll be like they'll just and, this stuff. There's just hand movements. Oh,
3: so that's like a oh like stroking. brushing. Like do you look- like the sounds of brushing or you like no. the visuals? Petting the visuals
6: for some reason like you're looking at it and it's just like you'll see some ASMR videos where they're like constantly moving their hands across the camera. Interesting.
3: That's why I like it. It's so much like porn because there are so many different ways to get off with an ASMR brain, like that would never do it for me. Whispering really haunts me when people are like, hi everyone, welcome back. And they like click their fingers or they like tap on something. I'm just like, stop, it's like, it's misophonia. Like it hurts my ears. But then a woman just being like, I really like Zoe Kravitz's outfit here. It's like I like how it's simple, yeah. and the khakis pair with the white shirt really like perfectly. And I just I don't know I think she's really cool. And then they like turn the page. I'm just like oh, yeah. I'm like my brain Wait, is coming.
6: It, that does actually it make made you
1: me guys zone out. feel right
4: good, or does it just soothe you, or does it produce an actual like?
3: There's
1: definitely feeling. a chemical
3: reaction going off. It feels when I can trigger it, Brian. I don't know about you, but I. It's like coming a lot like it, it honestly you have to like kind of stay away from ASMR for a little bit to because you I think most people who are into ASMR at this point if you've been doing it more than a year you have burnt out your ASMR like the real where it floods down your like it's like a spinal tap like it floods down your spine it starts in your head kind of tingles and it's kind of like goes it's it's like a brain I have orgasm. I that
4: but I only have that when someone is talking right above my head but then it's like yeah. a physical thing, and I go, ah! and it's like amazing feeling, but tickly. But that's the only time I get it's it. It's not Someone's that talking right by my head. Okay, that's
3: sexual. I feel like that can be almost sexual because it's like a tickle. ASMR never feels like, ah, ah, like Brian, do you okay. agree? ASMR doesn't feel like something like, woo, like a roller coaster.
6: It's post coitus. Yes. It's like okay. Warms after you have finished you yeah. are laying there and you're just like i have uh, nothing uh you you don't really you don't want to talk frequently you might fall asleep and it is just kind of like this zoned out like what i wind Safe. up doing and this is why it's bad that it happens on the subway for me is what i wind up doing is i am just staring into space at nothing and i and i can't break Move. the gaze
3: yes
6: as soon as i break the gaze then it's over. And it's over, and I don't want it to be over. So I'm just like zoned out, staring. And then sometimes there's like a guy. I hope I never do it when there's like some like a woman across from <laughs> me. But when I, I I check myself. But when if there's like a, an old man with a, a newspaper, and he's like, "What the hell is this guy looking at?" And I'm yes. just zoned out. Uh, that's bad.
3: What percentage I,
4: it, of the time does this happen to you two when you're listening to ASMR? 100? Um, zero, zero
3: for me now. Like, it's maybe I get triggered because I'll, I'll wean myself off. So I'll just listen to podcasts for a while to soothe myself to sleep. So I won't do ASMR videos. For a while, I was watching the eating ASMR videos. And that gives me a soothing feeling. Like it, Let me just say, like for me now, ASMR videos, most of the time, it's like having sex but not coming. Like, it feels good. And let me just say, most of the time, women don't need to come from sex. Like, I'm fine not coming. Like, I think that men get it in their head that, like, we need to come every time. Because you do. Because it's, like, what would be the point of just, like... But women can have fun and feel good during sex. And we do want to come. But, like, sometimes, trust us if we're, like, we don't need to. It still feels good. So, for me now, I think ASMR is, like, it's intimacy. It's It feels like intimacy. But then there are times where I've staved myself for a while. And I will get hit by... of of, i'll just go into my youtube and like find a new kind of trigger and all of a sudden it's like whoa and it lasts probably i don't know like it lasts like 20 seconds for like the good good feeling um and then it kind of just then you're in that numb state where you're like and then i probably fall asleep because i'm so relaxed it's like it's the feeling of safety warmth it's like all it's the best feeling in the world n- next to orgasm like it's it's right up there with it and i'm so lucky that i have it but um yeah it's uh i it, i definitely think it's due to uh, mothers who are not that or, or or children who felt distressed and sought like just a comforting voice like this but i don't like when they try too hard. Like, I, it's almost like the same way I look at porn. I don't like porn where the girl is like, ah, ah, ah. Like, it's so obvious that you're acting. I mean, I think most people don't like that. I don't know why it's such a, a huge part of porn then for everyone to be like, ah, ah, ah. Like, why is that a part <laughs> it of it? Like Nobody, who likes that? That yeah, sounds like a baby crying. <laughs> um, Listen, well, <laughs> I think they know what they're doing. Um, and, so I want it to be natural. I want it to be like a woman flipping through a magazine the way she would if she were just like, if her, like, her nephew was sitting like in the crook of her arm and she was just trying to like, let's get ready to go to bed and like talking softly but not trying too hard. I don't like when people are like tapping things too much. I'm like, would you just tap normally like that? No. Like, stop putting on a performance. I don't want it to be performative, much like I don't want stand-up to be performative. I don't like performative when things are supposed to be real. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like I don't like, I don't like Broadway shows. This is why I don't like Broadway. It is too locked into performative. There's no, it, there's for me, there's just no, um, well,
6: Broadway shows are like supposed to be the opposite of real. It's supposed to be as far away from real. As, yeah. Not, like, I mean, it's no. not like a yeah, Broadway play, right. but like I, sometimes people say like, like Broadway shows are cheesy and I'm like, yeah, that's the yes. whole point. They're supposed to be cheap. <laughs> yes, totally. Um and they I think should. if you want to enjoy a Broadway show, you just have to go in knowing like it's like when you watch a reality show. It's like It's embarrassing
3: I know. to watch people <laughs> act sometimes. And like even if it's like that one what's that one play that's like my four sons or like all my sons? What's the one that like all the best actors are in? You guys know what I'm talking about. Someone knows what I'm talking about. But like um, watching like stage Death of a salesman? Actors. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, okay. It's about nice, sons. <laughs> Thank you. Death of a Salesman.
6: But that's what you I were saw- thinking of with my four sons?
3: I'm not kidding you. I think Nobody there are a bunch of sons it. in that. Yes, yeah, there are sons Billy in Loman. And it's like a, yeah, mean dad, sons, salesman, yes. And I saw Brian Dennehy in that in like the St. Louis like traveling production. Wow. And I just remember being like, this is awkward. He's just like, <laughs> we know you're acting. It's like, I need... It's just like right here and you're like, and then they bow at the end and they're like break character and it's just kind of embarrassing, man. even though I'm dying to be in a musical at some point. And I do love musicals.
6: Have you ever seen *The lady in the fountain? Lady no. in the fountain?
3: No. What's that?
6: Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. A mask man. Half yeah, the mask, mask man. man.
6: Half-man face off. face off. Oh, face off.
3: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. I just um. ASMR needed to be real. Um. Wait. So what was I gonna say? Um. Yeah. We're I'm, talking about I'm, uh, his bed. Uh, but habits. Your bed. Your bed. Your bed
6: habits. Can I say something about when the do bed habits? Part, yeah, please. Um. I there's a re- there's another reason why we can't sleep in the same bed is because frequently I'll uh, wake up in the middle of the night screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll be screaming, and I, I've done it this week Wait. because I'm afraid Why? I have a lot of well, th- it's anxiety, and I think it's an, it's connected to ASMR too. I think people <laughs> with high anxiety can experience the yeah. ASMR better because they need to chill. But like this weekend, Great. I was I was I was afraid <laughs> that the man that the man next door yeah, is going to come is attack me, retaliate. and so I oh. wake up screaming. And oh. you know, there, there was one time when I was in college, I I, I lived in a house with four other people. And one time, I, I, I woke up and in, in the middle of the night screaming because I thought I saw a demon in the top right corner, like <laughs> and it looked like a black large hornet flapping its wing. Oh. And I, you know, that moment. Well, that's a thing you, people have. Yes, you know that moment when you're like are a, about to wake up but you're still asleep and so you're like semi semi aware. Yes. Well, that happened to me. I saw the demon hornet in the corner. <laughs> Got out of my bed screaming, and I ran through the house screaming.
3: And when did re- you realize you were screaming, running through the house, and there wasn't a warrant? Like there when had to, I- there was. It dawned on you at some point, and then you had to like heard, slow down
6: your pace. So I and heard in the like, distance go one my roommate go, "Shut the fuck up!" And, <laughs> and he woke you up out of it. Me. Yeah, I was like, "Oh god." Oh, was well, there so any part of me that was
4: like no you don't understand there's a
6: hornet i understood yeah. immediately that there was yes. no hornet and i was oh. like oh oh uh, sorry and then i went back to sleep
4: god your yeah. mind betrays you everyone has this where you're like yeah. our mind hijacks us and convinces us of something that's
3: just not real and not happening
0: yeah. yes and that's I, my deep Well,
3: dreaming <laughs> is like People, Sam Harris, I like that he always says people are scared to do psychedelics, and they're like, "Where's my mind going to see?" Or they're scared to do. I guess it's like the, the 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 fear of doing psychedelics. And he goes, "Every single night, you go to sleep, and your brain enters into a world that you have no conscious control of. That you are going. That you literally think you're in. You are in a hallucination every single night of your fucking life." What are you scared of? It's sleep is no different than tripping. It's just, and you, no one goes to, I mean, they're, unless you're in Freddy Krueger movies or unless, you know, I think that there are people that are scared to go to sleep because they have to wake up in the morning and like get up and like, I'm scared of sleeping sometimes, not because of dreams. I'm just scared of like, I know this day, the next time I open my eyes will be like work I have to do. Mm. But um, I'm not someone who, um, yeah, like you never I never fear dreaming. If anything, I'm always looking forward to it. But to do hallucinogens, I'm terrified of that of like what hornets are going to chase me in that <laughs> thing. Even though every time I fall asleep, I'm bound to see something. Like I would say once a week I have a scary dream, but yeah. I'm not fearful all the time. Um so I just think that's interesting that we d- we do surrender to this thing that we literally have no idea why it happens, how it happens. Science like has not broken it. Yet we enter into that and we're not totally terrified. We don't judge it, but hallucinate like, you know, LSD and people are just like, you know, there's so much stigma around that. Have you ever done hallucinogens, Brian?
6: No. And I am one of the people that's scared of, of it. I, the only drug I've done is is weed and uh, every <laughs> other drug I'm really scared of. And like, um, did that sound really uncool? <laughs>
3: I mean, i no, just I've done. I've-
6: I've done Like doing weed. weed
3: is funny Yeah
6: Yeah. That's That just shows how I'm not cool Okay And I, I am not cool no And I am proud of it No
3: thought you were <laughs> No well, you are the cool It
6: was kind of cool
3: Yeah you're cool the, the possum story is cool as fuck You have cool stories I don't think it's
6: good to be cool I don't think it's good
3: What? Okay more it's on more this when dangerous. we get back We have to take a break We have to hear why being cool is not cool To Brian Brandy when we get back
1: Hacks is back for season 3 and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow Paul W Downs and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
2: Elevate your grooming game with Conair Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's
3: been bothering me. But even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone. And that's When you need a therapist, they are just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity. And check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes. I I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting a thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nikki Glaser today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp. H-E-L-P dot slash Nikki Glaser. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Okay, Brian, we're back. Why is being cool not cool?
6: Well, I think uh, people that are are being cool are generally trying too hard to put on some kind of persona that isn't real and Mm -hmm. it makes them, it it makes them, yeah. Okay. I listen to the podcast. There's actually. There's two, there's one thing that I'm, that I I need clarification on. (laughs)
3: Okay, fine.
6: So you used to say very frequently uh, Noah is in Arizona and I didn't listen to the episode where that was, that became a thing. So Uh I want to know, is Noah in Arizona or are you saying like there, there's a city in Arizona? No, she
3: is in Arizona. She lives in Arizona.
6: Yes. Okay. okay. And it was
3: just, yeah, it just sounds cool, but it's, it's just true.
6: When I heard that, I looked it up and it turns out there is a city in Arizona named Noah.
3: Stop.
5: Oh. That's wow. Not the
6: same way. It has an H at the end. But Whoa, I was like Maybe that's what they're saying. They're like, yeah, maybe there was
3: like a thing about Noah Arizona.
6: Yeah, and it's like, it's like as if you were saying like, and if you had a, if your podcast producer was named Cleveland, if you're like, and Cleveland's in Ohio, it would be like the same thing. Oh,
3: that's funny. I thought it was that joke. Well, thanks for doing that research and making the the making that thing any more than what it was than just a factual statement that Noah actually lives (laughs) in Arizona, Brian. I th- I mean, this is pretty much because what you're talking about, like anyone who's cool has put an effort to be cool. Therefore, it makes it uncool.
6: Yes. And it makes them less happy because now they're trying hard to put on a persona and they're not truly being themselves. And I think the coolest thing you can do is be unapologetically yourself.
3: Yes. honestly. Okay, yes, that is. But you know what's so hard is, you know, and I go back to this all the time. Chris always says to me. I've never met someone who wants to be something other than what they are more than you. Like, wants to like things that they don't like. And I've talked about this ad nauseum on here, so I apologize. But, like, I wish I was someone who liked to bake. I wish I was someone who liked to organize. I wish I was someone who liked clean linens and, like, to smell them. And, like, I always picture Anya, like, when you would, like, fold things and you would just stare at your closet of folded things and you would be like... Mm, like i wish i was that kind of person that like liked it was folding was your things. closet i was doing yes that. okay well even more so why did I, I had to pay you to do that for me like, i wish why i l- could be
4: that person today because i have a pile of shit all over my bed that
3: needs okay. to be folded i really would love if you had an actual pile of shit um <laughs> that you needed to fold but uh nice be yeah better. i wish i was that person um and I think that, yeah, when you are your coolest self, you're okay that you don't like those things. Like I, but it's so hard for me to like, I I just being traveling yesterday, traveling makes me so depressed because you're just alone all day with your fucking thoughts and you're just on your phone constantly. So you're comparing yourself to everyone and it's just so hard not to hate yourself for the things that you're not or like the you know because I always talk about like if you have a good body it's because you got lucky with genetically or you're just a person who likes to work out or has the motivation to do so and if you don't work out it's not because you're a fat lazy piece of shit it's because you just don't have the brain that was you know that is conducive to working out every day and you can't compare yourself to Kirsten Florman who loves working out because she was born with athletic parents who have that genetic disposition to like working out like it's not because you're a worse person. She just got lucky in that way. But it's hard not to think that why can't I be that way? Like why did she get that and I didn't and, and, and go down that spiral? I mean, I was like, I was, I'm never someone who's like, I need to get off Instagram. But yesterday I was in a a bad place with it of like, it's Instagram's trying to get me to kill myself. I think they're really, which is uh, anti, uh, is antithetical to what they actually want, which is me to live and keep spending money. Why Mm. are they trying to get us to be suicidal and like hate ourselves so much? And the truth is, is because you can't sell anything unless someone feels deficient. You cannot sell a single product. I don't know why I I always have known that, but you have to understand people, no one... Even me selling this podcast to you, I have to make you feel in some way that you need this podcast in your life, that your life is not good enough without listening to me in order for you to listen to this podcast. Everything that is a consumer product, you need to convince the person, the consumer, that they're not good enough in some way their life is lacking. So there is not a single brand of clothing, a single, uh, you know face soap or or face wash or um, lip balm or, you know, plus sized jumper that is not trying to make that is actually trying to make you feel good about yourself. They don't want that. Maybe the people that created it, the woman behind this jumpsuit that cinches at the waist and makes you look thinner. She had a good thought in mind of like, I want to make bigger women feel po- confident about themselves if you did actually feel confident about yourself, you wouldn't need this fucking waist tightening suit. (laughs) So it it does not actually, it, you you might think that you want people to feel better about themselves, but you wouldn't sell this thing unless if people did, if people like themselves for who they were. The only person who really wants you to like yourself is fucking Lizzo. And she's, (laughs) and even she's selling Yiddy, that clothing line. And, and, and to buy that line, you have to feel deficient in some way in your life that I don't have that cute of leggings. I don't have like it's it, it, I I would never think that I'm someone that wants people to feel lacking in their life in order to sell what I'm selling. But I must because that's the only way to sell something.
6: Yeah. I mean, right? that's rule number one of sales is is I think is you have to you have to establish a need and then you have to make them aware of that need. And then you can mm-hmm. say, I have a solution to your problem. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why it... those old school commercials with the vacuum cleaners is always like a, the black and white picture with the person with the shitty vacuum cleaner going like, Struggling. oh, God, this is so hard. Yeah. And they're yes. like, is this you? <laughs> and it's like, I guess it is me. And then they're yes. like, well, to check out this vacuum cleaner that's in color.
3: Even like my, I feel like my – what i like to do my product is making people feel less alone talking about my insecurities and being honest with myself so that people feel less weird about themselves but i need you to feel weird about yourself in order to need me
6: there's no (laughs) shortage of that you don't have to do anything because everyone feels weird about themselves like that's the thing about i think podcasts and like what what you're bringing to the table is that like people you're not providing the problem people have the problem no matter what And you're providing some level of comfort for the problem.
3: But, you know, products do bring comfort, you know, massages and, you know, uh, beds like (laughs) linen, like nice things, comfy clothes. They bring comfort, but you need to create an air of discomfort in order for that person to buy it. And I just think now when I look at products, I just go like. This product line, no matter how good they are trying to make me feel like I like they care about me, they don't. They don't like me. They hate me. They want they want me to be and by the way, if their product solved my problems, I wouldn't need it anymore. And they need repeat customers. They need you to come back. So it's not just it's pretty um disappointing, uh, when you think about it all. And I was just on yesterday I told Anya, I'm like, I gotta get off Instagram. And so we were we made a we both decided no more for today. And then I yeah, asked I go. her to look at something and then she was like, God damn it. And I was like, I forgot
4: how I got, I told her, I go, I think I'm over it too. I'm good for the rest of the night. I'm not going to get on Instagram. And then I closed yeah. my app and I reopened it. And I was like, God well,
3: I told you, you like, to automatic. look at someone's story that I don't want them to see that I saw their story. <laughs> but and before I'm not that someone- even I did it. I will not fucking make it a fake account to stalk people. I will <laughs> just ask my friends to do it. I'm not ever going to create a fake account. To so to look at someone, I feel like that is so low. I'd rather tell my friends, "Hey, will you look at her story so she doesn't know that I'm monitoring what she's doing?" You know, like (laughs) I would rather do that, and then they screenshot it and send it to me, and then I have screenshots in my phone of this person's life. Like it's much more incriminating. (laughs) I told my friend, "Fake account."
5: I do this with my friend too, and I'm like, "Can I FaceTime you?" Through your computer (laughs) and then you point your phone so I can look at this story.
3: (laughs) It's so lame. But that's a good (laughs) idea though. I I mean my friend the other day I go, is he watching your stories about this this person that I was interested and who this person has blocked me on all of their things, so they Mm. I know they have a secret account to look at my stuff, but I know that I can't ever communicate with them knowing that they see it you know? And I really want this person to like, see how much I hate them. And it's not who you think it is. If you're, whoever is listening, um, listeners, you don't, it's not who you think it is or who you might be thinking. You literally have no idea who this person is. Brian, I'll tell you at some point, but um, my friend, I know that they, they follow my friend and that they, my friend, they sometimes watch their stories. And so I was like, put me on your story and I'm just going to be like, Kid. and I'm just gonna do and she's like I have like people watching this I go you have to sacrifice it because it's the only way that I'm gonna get my message through to this person is to be like eh, and so we shot I like had her shoot. every time I'm with her I'm like we, can we please shoot some kids to throw this person's way and then she screenshots it to be like he saw it I'm like yes he knows that I think of because he knows that I know that he's watching that because she doesn't have that many followers it's like it's totally um it's such a low thing for me to do but Final thought, when people watch your Instagram stories, that's how you know they're jealous of you, they are um, they like you, they hate you. Like, if that is the number one litmus test, would you disagree to find out if someone's, like, if I suddenly see a famous person or a certain guy or a certain girl watching my stories, I go, someone's checking in on me. Someone's jealous. Someone's like, it's, because I know that's the only reason I watch people's stories. I mean, sometimes you go through stories because you're bored and you're just blah, 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 blah. But if you're going through someone's stories that you've never gone through and you pop up under mine, sure, I sure. know what you're doing.
6: I mean, I look at your stories. What yeah, does that I,
3: mean? Uh, <laughs> because, okay, or you're their friend and you do it all the time. Like, when right. you watch my stories, I'm not like, oh my god he's jealous or he's checking in on me i'm just like it's my friend brian like that's yeah, okay, a, a, okay. there's a caveat there, there there's, yeah. that's different when anya or Noah are watching my stories i'm not like who she like is jealous of my skin tone today i'm just like <laughs> and by the way when people think when i say i think people are jealous of me i know that they shouldn't be i'm saying this with like i'm jealous of people all the time too and I guess I'm just projecting. When I'm watching someone's stories I don't watch yeah. a lot, it's usually because I'm like, what did they get? Oh, my God. What are they doing in their life? Why?" I'm comparing myself to them being like, well, how am I deficient? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, yes. what, I interrupted. What did you say?
6: Well, when you watch a story of someone that you're not following, this definitely applies. Oh,
3: yeah. I mean, that's – I, I oh. have guys that I've met in passing and or, you know, I could – they – and then suddenly they just start showing up under my instagram story and it's a way to flirt it's a way to go hey i'm here when i've been single before i've done it where i've just start watching guys stories that i'm not following cuz i know that my blue check mark is going to send me to the top of uh-huh. their views and then they'll know i'm interested and then that starts the discourse in a bumble type way that is like me making the first move but not really and girls, by the way, if you're on Bumble, do not make the first move. That's not going to work for you. Maybe do an emoji, but don't actually say anything like, "Hey, what's your favorite movie?" Like no. guys, don't, you you no. can't do that. Girls, don't make the first move. You can don't make you a have emoji to make the
4: first move. Okay. Yes,
3: but it has to be an emoji or something. Bumble forces the girls to make the first move, but just do it very subtly, like just a, a picture, like a like or a tap or something. Don't do an actual Got sentence.
6: It. I think that's fantastic advice. I, I I don't the question like a a too hard question. I think is not a good thing to do
3: oh no um, G- guys don't want to be interviewed and, and yeah it's no don't do that um uh and then let's real quick because just for the sake of doing it because we had it planned let's do a top one bottom one um <gasps> okay and the category today because we have the the author and creator of AppleRankings.com, um, is Brian, Brian Frangi which you got to check out AppleRankings.com. it's so funny and it really is a a passionate hilarious take on every kind of apple and and, and a, he does like a was it a, like a 9 point rating system a rubric you used the word rubric it's, last it's night.
6: the f 100 the uh, Frangi 100 it is my namesake and my legacy and it, I have no <laughs> children and this is all, I say this this is all I have um <laughs> So it's a it's broken down into nine categories that are ten points each, except for one category, taste, which is weighted twice at twenty points, and it adds up to hundred. And then I do give bonus points for certain factors like use, uniqueness, things like that. But uh, yeah, it's the F100. So it's out of a hundred, but it's not like a it's not like a test where 65 is pass and like you're not good if you're not a 90 or above. It's like a cur- it's like a bell curve.
3: Okay. Well, I don't know what that means exactly, but, um, yes. yes. Okay. So it's, but it's just, do you feel like your take on these apples is like the right take or is it just your opinion? Like, do you feel like you have a better palate than most people?
6: I don't feel like I'm superior to anybody other than that. I have tried all these apples and there's a lot of people who think they like an apple and it's it's just that they haven't tried enough apples. Got it. Um, Now there's a few apples that people are passionate about. Mm. that they all love and i just can't get the behind. honey crisp well the honey crisp is is a top gala
3: one. fiji uh
6: yeah so like there's certain apples that everyone that fiji, many people I mean, are like mad at me oh like i God. get into legitimate my mouth arguments. is
3: watering
4: looking at his sight it's so weird <laughs> yeah
6: well don't you describe what do you describe
3: biting into a red delicious as it's That's one of my favorite
6: in, le- in a leather glove Coffee,
3: and, coffee grinds in a leather glove is what yes. biting into a Red Delicious <laughs> so is like. That's so accurate.
6: Yes, it is a okay. thick skin, mealy disgrace, and uh, it used to be a good apple. <laughs> it used to be a good apple back in the turn it of the did. century. Well,
3: you get them sometimes. You can get a good Red Delicious where you bite into it and it cracks off. You don't yeah. have to go. <sighs> There's no yeah. like, oh. I don't even know if you have a word Ugh. for that where you have to like put your teeth through it. I like when you bite an apple and you can Slushy. just go crack and you just crack yeah. it off. And that's it's like a quality. jawbreaker almost. Oh, it's so good. Okay, oh, those were the Let's um, days. let's do our uh, top one, bottom one today. Just do and do because a rapid we have fire. The, it's gonna be rapid fire. This has to be quick. We're doing fruit. That's the category. Top one, bottom one. Let's start with bottom one because we always do. What is your least favorite fruit, Brian?
6: Well, I have a new bottom one. It's not. It's not the. way oh, least favorite apple, I'm gonna do not least favorite fruit, but that's okay. I just found the golden russet apple, which I labeled a putrid corpse. Because it's <laughs> okay. like it, it looks like it's a decomposing, you know, stinking corpse. Oh, it that's... looks like the you know like the Adams family. It looks like an apple that they would use. Right. Um, it's good for cider production, but the apples that I bought at the farmers market <laughs> they stank like shit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so,
6: I... I, I, an apple that stinks and looks like a corpse, and then it doesn't taste good. The golden. What'd you call it? the golden russet? golden russet. It's good for cider production. Yeah, it sounds
3: production. like a fucking a russet a potato? potato. Yeah.
6: In apple parlance, russet is the brownish uh, mm-hmm. rust-like ex- uh, skin uh, I don't need to, you to finish that sentence. Okay. So,
3: uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, my least favorite fruit is uh, grapefruit I don't get it I know it's like a diety Like everyone loves it It tastes bitter It's not good It doesn't make I don't. I had it in a salad the other day Anya, you, were, you witnessed me eat it I ate around it And then I was still hungry at the end And I was like, okay, fine I'll eat the grapefruit And it was just like so gross and bitter Me no like um, uh, Okay, Anya, what's your least favorite?
4: Love the look of this fruit Really disappointed by the taste of a dragon fruit
3: I don't know what a dragon fruit is. It
4: looks like you know cookies and cream ice cream. It's just oh, white it has like dots ink. in it. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful, oh, yeah. but it tastes like shit. That was it's on a like fruit plate I got at the
3: hotel on Saturday, and I couldn't eat it because I was just like, or on Sunday, and I was like, I don't even, I don't want to try this. Okay, so it's not a good taste.
4: Not very good, just not satisfying. Not
5: sweet. Yeah. All
4: right, Noah.
5: My least favorite, I'd have to say, is the orange. Too oh, much work, wow. not enough satisfaction wow. at the end.
3: What about a little uh, cutie? Yeah, you a little cutie. Those are no work. Those come off like so easily. Yeah, Those yeah. are different a scab the small on ones. its four-
5: fourth week. That's like a like okay. like, a, like a tangerine is fine, but I just like orange. Not into it. I don't orange. like the flavor. Please listen I like the to way you Todd say Barry's whole bit about oranges. Oranges. He hates <laughs> yeah, them.
3: Noah he says a very orange. long bit. Wait, yeah. do you say orange, Brian? You're
6: Orange. Funny. Orange. Okay. Orange. orange. Is that right?
3: Do you hear the difference, Noah?
6: Orange. And, and you orange. say water.
3: Water, 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 water. Yeah, uh, cute, okay, orange, um, orange. So, okay, let's get to the best. What's your favorite fruit?
6: Sweet tango. Favorite apple, has a sweet tango apple. It's, uh, it's a crisp, crunchy <laughs> apple that's only available in September and October of every year. If you get it outside of those months, then it's probably been frozen and shipped from New Zealand. It's not gonna taste as good unless you live in New Zealand.
3: Oh my God, rapid yeah. fire, good to wow. know. Sweet tango, Go, try it out, you guys, times. this fall. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you have. <laughs> um, my favorite fruit, this is going to be controversial, um, honeydew. I love it. It is oh! fresh. It is light. It is always, it, sometimes it can be, like if it gets like, you know, it turns, I think that's when people get turned off from the honeydew is they, it can easily turn and ruin a fruit salad mm-hmm. and just be that stinky kind of like mildewy yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But a fresh honeydew, I just I like the color. It's a soothing color. It's um, feels light on sugar, so you can eat a massive amounts of it, which I love. Anything that you can just eat a ton of and never stop, and um, and it's really like hydrating. I just think it's so fresh. I like it better than cantaloupe. I know it's a that's a hot take, um, but that is how I feel.
6: That is a hot take. Honeydew needs to be perfectly ripe.
3: Mm, no, I'll take it. I'll take it crispy. I'll take it cru- like I, I, you know, I just like it any. I like it any way. I'm, I'm a, um, I'm a, a melon head, as I Chris used to call me, because I would just <laughs> eat melon all day. And I'm just, I, st- I took a break from, uh, fruit for a while because I was just like trying to avoid sugar. But now I'm back in the honey, honeydew. Why do why pizza and honeydew? I'm back in, baby. Yeah, I like, nice. I love it too much. <laughs> don't not combined obviously okay Anya what is your favorite fruit
4: well even though I went through a huge mango phase as Nikki knows Ugh. and a mango recently took out part of my tooth bonding uh I have to go with Braeburn apples they're crispy they're dependable they're delicious and Braeburn.
3: aren't those anytime. kind of like aren't those like when you bite into it, it goes like no no it breaks off or is it it breaks off okay yeah What do you think? Can you you tell us about Braeburn?
6: Uh, Braeburn is, uh, I call it the civil rights apple because it was back in the (laughs) 50s. Back in the 50s, single colored apples were the rule of the day. You had a red apple and a green apple, but you didn't have any apples that would sell that were multicolored. And the Braeburn was the first apple that was both red and green. And it Mm -hmm. took over the marketing because... People were like, I don't think this is a brand new. It was like
3: those cotton candy grapes. People were like
6: blown away by it. It paved the way for multicolored apples to become uh, a a part of apples. It's like the
3: Winnie Harlow of apples. But they are disappearing
6: (laughs) Um, because they are uh, susceptible to certain diseases and they're really hard to make. And so there's a lot of Braeburn uh, children uh, that have Braeburn parentage that are becoming more popular than the Braeburn. And over the next 10 years, you're probably not going to see Braeburns outside of (laughs) farmers markets or orchards. They're going to disappear.
3: I mean, you look like this close-up shot of you looks like an <laughs> NPR guy giving like a an agricultural uh, frontlines uh, report. Um, nice. Okay, good to know. Thank you so much, Brian, for informing us about the heritage and the future of the Braeburn apple. And then, Noah, what is your favorite fruit? Okay, my I, this tr- is gonna be it's gonna be this is gonna be uh, crazy. I just know your answer is gonna be insane.
5: Okay, my true favorite fruit is the apricot. But I'm gonna okay, say that
3: again, insane! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Those are only consumed dry. Has anyone ever had a, a wet apricot? Yes.
6: Ah, uh, a wet okay. apricot. They're not wet. That's the. Problem. Is this stone the one that fruit. Army Hammer
3: fucked? Um, and <laughs> ate? that's an or is that a someone's arm? <laughs> that's another stone fruit. Okay. Yes. Okay. Stone fruit, is that what you call it? Yeah, because they a have pit. a little core that's a stone, a pit. Oh, okay. Never heard of that. Okay. I like that the pit is like
5: always clean. There's like never any like, <gasps> like tentacles yes. or anything like that. Mm.
3: Oh, that's a good tentacles. point. A clean pit. Um, yeah. All right. But, and then what you said, but. But I want to hear Brian do a
5: rapid fire about my favorite apple, which is the Granny Smith. Oh, oh, whoa. Yeah.
6: yeah. Controversial. <laughs> Bitter. Very, <laughs> Granny. Very divisive apple. It's an apple that I get a lot of flack for because I rank it very low because it, I think it, it's sour. It's definitely the most sour it's made apple. for
3: baking, right?
6: It's a baking apple. It's get. Oh. I give it a fifty-seven out of a hundred. It's too thick-skinned. It's, it's very. It's making my dense.
3: stomach hurt thinking about my it. My mouth is yes. watering
6: again. It makes your gums bleed. Uh, scientifically, <laughs> my gums are bleeding. Gums bleed. <laughs>
3: yes.
6: Yes. <laughs> if you eat too many grainy your it's gums will blood. bleed. Your tooth <laughs> enamel will erode. Um, but it also has a lot of fiber, so it's good for pooping. And it's, you just uh, solved something for apple. me
5: from from childhood because I I love. I love Granny Smith, but one oh. time I bit into one and there was blood in it, and I thought I ate a worm. But <laughs> yeah. I re- but now you're explaining but, to me why
3: worms don't really have blood, yeah. do they? Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't go fishing.
5: There's actually
6: <laughs> That's an enzyme. So There's an enzyme in the Granny Smith apple that makes certain people's gums bleed.
3: Oh wow! wow.
6: Yeah.
3: All right, Brian. Well, can I ask um, you really
4: quick? My mom is from Kazakhstan, and she claims that apples originated in Kazakhstan. And there's actually a book called that. Is it true? Do you know this?
6: 100% true. That is where (gasps) the original apple came from. Wild apples all came from Kazakhstan. Thank you. Spasiba. Yes. Oh,
3: I just got a text that my sister's dog is being put down today. So we gotta go, um, everyone. Uh, R.I.P. Wilson, he's filled with tumors and he has to be put down oh. today. I just got a text. I'm so oh. sorry to end on a sad note, but um, that is the circle of life. He ate a bad apple. <laughs> Um. Oh, sweet Willie. It's so sad. Fuck. Okay, I'm sorry to end it on that, but I have to go because I have actually am going to um, the dermatologist to get a bunch of stuff injected in my face. So I'll look different next week. Um, there will be one less dog in the world, but maybe I'll add a dog to my life. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bug everyone out, oh my but God. I, it's going to be okay. He'll go peacefully surrounded by his loved ones, and it's a better uh, solution for him than living with all these tumors. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Aww. Have a great weekend. Um, Love you. And don't be cut. And jackfruit was not talked about. But is that a fruit? We'll discuss. Never.
2: Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast,
3: is going on a road trip. I thought in that
1: moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.